Hello, hello. Welcome to another book review by me. And I like reading books that I can relate to. So you won't find me reading the dictionary. You won't find me reading the Bible. You'll find me reading Dork Diaries. Ugh. I'm kind of glad that I didn't read these when I was what you'd see the market for dork diaries is junior high school and lower so i'm kind of glad that i never read these because i read them now and i could see how it feels like to be a teenage girl all the turmoils all the emotions and the like funness of being young i could like feel that again through here let me see let me grab another one that i have another teenage one from a boy's perspective it's like these are basically the same book like literally the same book but one of them's for a boy and one of them's for a girl under the same age which one do you pick i love these these are diary wimpy kids they're simple they're quick it's about it's a he started off writing comic strips so every chapter is like a comic strip she renee rachel renee russell she writes stories, so it's like basically one big story and what happens in there. Let's find a page. This book is called Dark Diaries, Tales from a Not-So-Glam TV Star. Before I could say a word, Mackenzie turned and shawshayed away down the hall. I just hate it when that girl shawshays. No dance practice? That was too good to be true. I could apologize to Brandon at lunch today and offered to help him with his project. I was starting to think about Mackenzie. What sh and sh okay, is this worded wrong or am I like dyslexic? Dyslexic. I was starting to think about Mackenzie. Oh, I added the word about in there when it's not even on the page. Like, I was starting to think about. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, like, okay, let me see. let me show you what I'm doing. Where it says, maybe, I'm saying about. Like, what the heck? I think I'm just ingrained in my head that it's always like, oh, I'm thinking about, or what do you think about this? But like, about's not even on the page. Okay, let me read that again. I was starting to think maybe Mackenzie wasn't such a witch after all. That is until she hijacked my TV crew. Okay. I can't believe I've done that. <laughs> do you do that too when you're reading? I think maybe that's why I like reading books because like you give me a structure to follow, but I'll just put my own words in there to make it easier. Like if I can't read, like understand a word because I don't know the definition, I'll just like make a simpler definition in my head. Because you're not doing nothing wrong. You're not like, you're literally, you're not failing. You're just enjoying a book. But like, look at the text, like, and sharpie and black and white and big bold letters i love that it's so oh my god and the little like sad faces you don't you don't find that in like adult books adult books oh my god i will never okay i'm not gonna say never but i'm gonna say it for impact i will never read adult books because they're not fun they're like not they don't have pictures they don't have colors they don't have explanation points because life is so hard and life is so structured and life is so normal like no 
Like I want to read pictures. I want to read. I want to read pictures. I want to read books with pictures. Something emotional. But I love this. This book was about Mackenzie, obviously, but she is being contacted from a TV producer to make a TV show based on her life. And what teenager doesn't want that? I literally, I wanted that and I'm not even a teenager. Like I watched the Ashley Simpson show and I was like, I want to do that. So I feel like every teenage girl, teenager wants that in their life. It kind of takes you back to like high school, which is like enjoyable. And it lets you see your parents and family members as characters if you let yourself imagine it. And you don't take them seriously. It's just, it's just fun. I said I'm giving you the week off. You know the choreography so well you could do it in your sleep. And believe me, I've actually seen you do it in your sleep. Use the time off to get some rest. Okay, I don't even know what I read. Oh, we see here... Mackenzie plays the mean girl and, Mac and I mean, yeah, Mackenzie plays the mean girl and Nikki plays um, the girl next door, the girl that you can relate to. She's not overly pretty. She's not overly ugly. She's not smart, but she's not dumb. She's like a Libra. <laughs> she's just like, I'm going to say the word. She's just basic. She's not too much. She's balanced and she's relatable and she's not a loser but she's not an outcast, but she's just like a normal girl. Because if you make if you made her the loser and her the weirdo, it's gonna be very alienating. And this book is supposed to be like relatable. Like, let's see, what book do we have someone playing the outcast? Invisible Boy. I don't know if, I don't think I've done a review on Invisible Boy, but I reference that book a lot when I'm talking about other books because that book was, very internal, personal, and he was kind of even like homeschooled for a bit because of his depression and his loss of dad. So that made him pushed into the outcast and pushed into like a loneliness, which is not always so relatable. I think loneliness and depression and anxieties is the most relatable thing in the world. That's what makes me relatable to you. I think I know that because it... Uh, it just makes you human to like see someone else being human instead of just being perfect, smile all the time, laughing. No, <laughs> but maybe that's the cancer arising in me. Um, you will not see me smiling on purpose. I smile by accident. <laughs> because, but I've learned that the positive mindset in life is so achievable and it's just, it's cheesy and I could do it, but I love what's beneath the surface and what are you hiding or what are you forcing? I like that more, but okay. But Mackenzie, she plays our mean girl and she right here, it shows that she's hijacking Nikki's show. She's stereotypical mean girl. She's popular, she's skinny, she's rich, she has big hair. Uh, I, you're supposed to hate her in this book, but 
it's fun oh my god look emo girl here she is crying while she sings <laughs> does he get any more ashley simpson in the music studio I sighed deeply and turned on the track to Dork's Rule again, only instead of singing my song, I mostly cried through it. <laughs> oh my god. This is giving me very Ariana Grande writing, thank singing and writing Thank You Next in the studio, the album. Like, crying in the studio while she's singing. I wish, and I don't know why they didn't, I wish, or maybe they did, they documented I mean, there's security cameras, right? In the studio, they could use that and make like a documentary of the process of writing Thank You Next. Cause that album just so impactful for her. I talked about her maybe a year or two ago on my YouTube channel and I said that she doesn't have her impactful album or era yet. But I, I like wasn't aware of how impactful Thank You Next was. Not just for her story, but in music in general, because she talked about, I mean, she was influenced by like trap, obviously, like the trap influence and the production. Oh my God, I want to listen to Thank You. I want to turn this off and listen to Thank You Next right now. I freaking love that album. Ugh. That album to me, it sounds like she was high or like someone was high, like weed high during making that because Whatever you do in your lifestyle reflects in your art. If you're drunk in your life, it's going to be reflected to your production. If you're high during production, I mean, during life, it's going to be high production. And to me, that, that music video, I mean, that album has vibes of like drunk, after parties, highness. So I don't know if the producer was a smoker or Ariana. I mean, Ariana had that energy around her because her exes were all... Um, smokers so to me it, it felt very like that i wonder if ariana gets high on weed does ariana get high on weed <laughs> i was gonna say that i don't think she's californian right i think she's from new york i know she comes from money so she i think she's from new york i think right i want to look that up too where is ariana grande from she's from she's from heaven that's where she's from okay Oh my god, look, their first CD signing and CD meet and greet. Oh my god, in this book, we finally get the most famous awaited Brandon and Nikki Maxwell first kiss. If you ever read these books, you know Mackenzie is the main character and her main boyfriend or crush is Brandon so you're reading all these books and you just want them to kiss you want them to hold hands you want them to go to the dance together and they finally do her first kiss what book is this one two three four. Oh, it doesn't say I was like how long did we have to wait to get this kiss but let's see oh my god look I bought this at a thrift store so I have her name was MKK. Her, let's see. Her name was Maria. What's a K last name? Kaleidoscope. Double K. Kaleidoscope. I was going to say caterpillar, but um, that starts with a C. What's another K word? Kangaroo. Her name is Maria Kaleidoscope Kangaroo. <laughs> That's her name. 
she also i i read this and she also filled out the ending of the back and it says it's so cute july 16 if you were going to be stranded on a desert island for two days what three things would you bring with you other than food and water this uh, maria's maria kaleidoscope kangaroo's answer was phone swimsuit friends aka caitlin and selena <laughs> that's so cute i wonder how old she was by her penmanship i'm guessing she's under sixth grade so under like 12 that's so cute oh. i recommend reading younger books if because they keep you like they're, you can't get if you read okay let me try to get one point across instead of trying to express three at the same time but a kid book is easier to read than one that's a whole bunch of big words and it's long and it's for an older audience because i don't know if it's just me i get distracted easily so i can't like stay in tune with those I'm reading Fall on Our Stars, and that one is a little older, but it's still younger since it was a teen, um, teen-based audience that John Green written for. So it like it's on the line of like, kind of boring because of like the big words because you're playing with teenagers and older teenagers and teenagers that are like going through like deadly diseases. So they have a more awareness of the world and they don't take so minuscule problems seriously because they're they have a death sentence on their head they're not like they're not worried about anxieties or depressions because it's just part of their lifestyle i should finish that book <laughs> but i'm glad i got to describe and review this book to you and recommend it to you but Bye from me and the weirdos, the dorks, and the losers of the world. Peace out.